Good morning. Welcome to the Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press, Inc. organizes this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Jones v. Aplica is a case many consider a landmark case, though it didn't necessarily go the direction many of us would have liked. I would like to discuss this case today and provide you some insights and some opportunities for reflection. I read and reviewed the case using the website casetext.com. For the fourth time while reviewing these First Amendment cases, I'm encountering the Jehovah's Witnesses. Again and again, they keep popping up. This makes me sad and also makes me glad that they are fighting. It makes me sad because I don't like how they can't affirm their rights easily. This looks like another one of those divisive Supreme Court decisions. In this case, the justices deal not only with Jones versus Aplica, but a couple other cases as well. All three of them were done in tandem because it looked like they involved similar issues. Unfortunately, they denied... Jones's opportunities here. What happened was Jones was passing out leaflets in the street and books and such and charging money for that to defray expenses. Now, in Oplica as well as the other cities discussed in this case, they required a business license fee. To me, this brings up an interesting point. Free Press Media Press, Inc. is dedicated to advancing the First Amendment. Freedom of speech, freedom of press, freedom of petition, the right for the redress of grievances, and freedom of religion. Also freedom of assembly. Still, I never once thought I wouldn't get all necessary license. I I applied for the state sales and use tax permit, the franchise tax permit. I filed articles of incorporation with the state of Texas. I got an IRS EIN number. When we were a sole proprietor entity, I filed DBAs doing business as with the counties of Williamson, Williamson and Travis counties in Texas. So I don't see a problem with this. Now, I don't know how we would deal with Jehovah's Witnesses who obviously object, at least in this circumstance at that time. So I could see, in a sense, how merely requiring a fee to get licensed is not necessarily a problem. Now, we are a for-profit entity, and as this case discusses, they were a non-for-profit entity, so that may make a difference. Even though the majority opinion didn't rule how I like, they did make a valid point. Quote, If all expression of religion or opinion, however, were subject to the discretion of authority, our unfettered dynamic thoughts or moral impulses might be made only colorless and sterile ideas. To give them life and force, the Constitution protects their use. No difference of view as to the importance of their freedoms of press or religion exists. 
End quote. I can't disagree with that. They had two different sets of dissenting opinions, and these reveal some insight. One dissent I like to quote. Quote, One need only read the decisions of this and other courts in the past few years to see the unpopularity of Jehovah's Witnesses and the difficulties put in their path because of their religious beliefs. An arresting parallel exists between the troubles of the Jehovah's Witnesses and the struggles of various disintendant groups in the American colonies for religious liberty, which culminated in the Virginia Statue for Religious Freedom. End quote. I couldn't agree with this more. As I've been researching these cases, that very observation keeps popping up to me. And now that I've seen it here, affirmed by one of the judges, it makes me wonder, I'm just getting at the tip of the iceberg seeing how Jehovah's Witnesses are facing this. So I look forward to seeing the extent of this as I explore these cases more and more. So I, again, applaud the Jehovah's Witnesses for fighting for their rights. Good for them. Good for them for affirming freedom of religion. And it's sad that this opinion, this dissenting opinion, sees an analogy between this and the persecution that did start before our nation established the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Another dissenting opinion in this case also reveals something. The opinion of this court sanctions a device which, in our opinion, suppresses or tends to suppress the free exercise of religion practiced by a minority group. This, but another step in the direction which Myersville School District versus Goptitis took against the same religious minority and is a logical extension of the principles upon which that decision rested. End quote. Again, they're referring to another case involving Jehovah's Witnesses. This concerns me. And I want to learn more and more to see what has happened to Jehovah's Witnesses and how they continue to fight. Good for them to fight. So in this case, even though Jones didn't win, even though the laws still stand, and even though I personally would have followed the law, we still can salute them for trying to take the First Amendment to another level, to the next level. How will you advance freedom of speech, the First Amendment, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.